Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eliminated, a Royal Rumble podcast. This is an evaluation podcast looking at the inconsistencies of the Royal Rumble. And, Jim, today is a special one because you were at this Royal Rumble. Yes, and um, because of that, we're kind of... So I was at this one and Royal Rumble 2000. But the thing is, with Royal Rumble 2000, I didn't really remember that much from the Rumble match. If anything, I remembered stuff outside of the Rumble match. Mm -hmm. This one, I definitely remember more things. So it's kind of like a live perspective so to speak when it comes to this episode for the 2008 royal rumble and then of course the next episode 2017 is going to be a watch along and i've never seen it before i've only seen it once okay the 2017 rumble although we will talk before about because i am going to watch everything leading up to the royal rumble match itself because mm-hmm. that's that one and the first women's rumble are the only two left that I have never seen at this point. Okay. So, all right, let's get right to it. Um, where, uh, what's the champions roll call? All right, the champions roll call. Well, at this time we have way too many championships. Although you could say the same thing right now about WWE. I was going to say, do you think that it's more or less than? Okay, I mean, look, depending on when we record, let's just say at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. So, meaning the beginning of 2019 versus, right. so is it more or less, or you're not you're that sure? I want to say this time in 08, it's a little less. Okay. But it'll feel like a lot after <laughs> I go through everything. So, at this point in time, going into the Royal Rumble with WWE, The WWE champion is Randy Orton. Uh, The, as soon as I can find it, the world heavyweight champion is Edge. The WWE CW champion, I have to get that one in, uh, Chavo Guerrero is the ECW champion. The world tag team champions at this time are hardcore holly and cody rhodes oh god yep the wwe tag team champions are john morrison and the miz the intercontinental champion is jeff hardy the united states champion is mvp and the women's champion yes there's still a women's division at this time is Beth Phoenix. Meanwhile, in Impact, their world champion is Kurt Angle. He's on his third reign already as champion. Doesn't Second or third reign at this point. Uh, the tag team champions are AJ Styles and Tomko. You know what? I actually I, remember that. <laughs> I'm, more okay, I'm, more, I'm more okay with that uh, team. Then Cody Rhodes and Bob Holly. The X Division champion is Johnny Devine. I wonder if any of our listeners remember him. Isn't he the guy? He was um the guy with the camera, or something like that. Maybe in the X Division, like when they they were they had a weird thing going on, where um that's where like Jay Lethal became Black Machismo and 
Uh, I think they were like Kevin Nash wants to give them some kind of, like personality or something like that. If I can recall, was that, was that him or was that Alex Shelley? Alex Shelley was a part of that. Okay, but I I'd have to go back, but I I know the name Johnny Devine, but I feel like he had something to do with the X Division and Kevin Nash. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be completely off too. Right. And our Knockouts champion, we're only at our second ever Knockouts champion, is Awesome Kong. And in Ring of Honor, the current world champ at this time is Nigel McGuinness. And the tag team champions, because these titles changed hands the night before the Rumble, Davey Richards and Rocky Romero. Okay. So those are our roll call of champions. Going into the Royal Rumble. Here's our stories. Yes. Vicky Guerrero has taken over as the general manager of SmackDown, and she and Edge are in cahoots. Basically, that's what helps Edge get the world heavyweight title. Meanwhile, with Raw, uh, Randy Orton is in this feud with Jeff Hardy, and he has gone after his brother, Matt Hardy. Oh, poor Matt Hardy. And Ric Flair is on a never-ending quest, I guess we could say, because the next match he loses, he has to retire from WWE. Mm-hmm. So will this be the night that Ric Flair retires? I guess Have we'll find see. out. Yeah, I guess we will. So, I, okay, is that all the stories going into it? That's everything going into it. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the pre-Rumble stuff. And, you know, for 2017, the next episode that we do, the watch-along, um, mm-hmm. you know, we'll go through all of this right before we watch, you know, the same thing that we're doing now, basically. I'm yeah. just trying to stress that, yeah, the format cha- is going to be changing because it's a watch-along, but these pre-Rumble stuff is probably not. And actually, the after Rumble stuff probably not either. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think because there was there were a couple segments. Yes. During this, including uh, a terrible one that I groaned angrily about. I think I know which one you're talking. I think. Sure. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna get that one out of the way. Let's go for it. So Maria is dating Santino Morella. And she's promoting that she's going to be on the cover of Playboy. Mm-hmm. Well, Santino doesn't want her to do Playboy because they're going to see her tatas. Right. So, you know, he's doing everything he can for this not to happen. And Ashley's like, oh, no, it's fine. You know, you should do it. It's empowering. Blah, 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 blah. Ashley did it before Maria? I didn't remember that order. Yeah. Yeah, I know. The order is weird. Um, there's also a backstage segment with Ric Flair, Mr. Kennedy, mm-hmm. Batista, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels. Yeah, hold on a second. Okay, so this is the one. So Flair, Kennedy, HBK segment. Shawn Michaels does a I see you hand signal? Hmm. It also, oh God, this is one of my notes here. 
it reminds me when Sean's eyes face the same direction at one point. Oh, man. Look, like I said, I'm going to possibly rip on him for that. Then Triple H and Batista show up, and I groan angrily. And then I put, I think, Orton was there. But I, I guess I'm not sure. I think maybe I tuned out when Triple H and Batista showed up. Maybe. Uh, this is, is this not also, maybe I'm wrong here. Isn't there a WWE debut in this event? Yes, there a is. A very special debut? Yes, there is. Why well, you tell people who that is? It is of the one and the only Mike Adam Lee. Jamaican me crazy, Kofi. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest. When I was when he did American Gladiators, the original one, mm-hmm. I was a fan of his. I I liked American Gladiators, and he was one of the reasons. Okay. Because between him, did you did you ever watch that? I I did not. No. Okay. Between him and Larry Zonka, I thought that was a great pairing. But. You know, I, I I didn't know what they did. I didn't really care. I just thought, huh, that guy with a mustache is doing good. So is the <laughs> other guy. <laughs> now, I did note here that we do have a by the numbers video. Yes. Because we, me and you are trying to figure out when the first by the numbers segment ever aired. And this is a pretty close candidate because... Um, I don't think... I think we both said 2006, there is none. Right. So now it's either... So really, when we get to 2007, we'll have our answer. Because if it's there, then it started in 2007. And if it's not, then we did it... We know for sure. Yeah. You know, this... The thing that really caught my attention... One stat in particular, and it's probably a real stat. Because we've had that discussion in the past. Right. The number of people who have been in the Royal Rumble at this time, at this time in 2008, mm-hmm. is like five, I think it's like 596 or something. I, I don't remember the number. It's close to 600. Yeah, I always wonder, though, if, they, if they're counting gimmicks. That's what I wonder. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if someone listening to us knows for sure... If they're yeah. counting the gimmicks, you know. I can't imagine anyone taking the time to do that. I mean, some people might be surprised yeah. the way we're doing this and we're taking the time to do this. That seems like an even bigger task. The only bigger task that I think people would have to try to find out is if the weight in the ring is correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is one I'm not even going to attempt to figure out. Because also, that also goes with the gimmick situation like would you count viscera's weight as the same as king mabel Mm-hmm. that's a very good point uh okay so let's because we're going to get right into this let's we're, we're at 90 second intervals yes i have so managers we'll... are allowed Mm-hmm. even though we only see one still counts as managers being it, allowed. it does count yes it does count Oh, by the way, Vince hypes Hornswoggle for the Rumble. That was a pre-Rumble yes. thing. Yes, that is. Because he's like, you're a McMahon. You're going to win. <laughs> yeah, this was off. Was this like right? Well, the when was the illegitimate son thing? That September? Something like that, right? 
Yeah. Okay, so it was still vaguely fresh. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong here. This You're was wrong. a okay. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, go ahead. There was a six-man announced team. Yes. Is there that was. the most ever at one time? I would think so. I mean, if if you're not counting like the Spanish team and the French team and all the other commentating teams that they had. Well, no. What I mean by that is that they were all saying things at the same time. Then, then yes, this is the most. Yeah, because the traditional is like usually two, three, or you know nowadays they'll swap out announcers for mm-hmm. different things. Uh, right. But this was, so what I have here, it was um, Jim Ross, uh, Taz, Joey Styles, uh, Jerry Lawler, Michael Cole, and Jonathan Coachman. Do I have all those right? You got them right. All right. It's almost like, you have you ever seen The Naked Gun? Yes. Do you remember the scene at the baseball stadium where they have, like, all the announcers that are doing this game? It's like eight or nine of them <laughs> and they're all it's just ridiculous it, it is really like is. i wonder if this was the only year they did this i would be interested to see well we'll find out eventually yeah we will uh, um so a lot of the hype going into this particular event was the commercial uh with the wrestlers fighting in the subway and mm-hmm. you know they kind of took the setting obviously it's in madison square garden and one person I was surprised to see on here right before the uh, the match starts is one Michael Buffer. Oh yeah, you know I'm I'm gonna say something here. I I don't think anyone's ever said it. I'm gonna say it for the record because you know how we talk, you know, with WCW and how like oh this killed it, this killed it, this killed it. Yeah. The use of Michael Buffer, and I'll explain my reason in a minute. Using him at every pay-per-view, I think, was a – not a big reason, but it was a reason. I think I know where because, you're going with this. Go ahead. Okay. No, because of how much he got paid. He probably yeah. had like a five, six-figure salary. So you only – so you use him once a month, every month, for every pay-per-view. I, now, I actually thought it was bigger. Not a five – well, you said six-figure. maybe. Maybe, think, maybe you're right. I think it's a six-figure, and I think it's a high six-figure for some reason. Yeah. Because you really don't need Michael Buffer well, for Buff, everybody. Well, I'm sure Buffer's um, – that stat has to be online. See if you can see how much does it cost for Michael Buffer to do your event. See if it comes up. <laughs> okay. See if it comes up. And, and, and while you do that, I want to talk about, like, what does that package entail? Like, do you still have to – even though you pay him all the money – does that mean you have to also pay for his flight and, you know, basically travel arrangements and lodging? Uh, but it was weird because also, like you mentioned, WCW used him a lot. So I kind of associate him with WCW going into this. Okay. Yes. We are way off Okay. on this. If you want Michael Buffer to do your fights, it... Or it he earns an average of $5 million a fight. So there you go. Well, I'm sure that's probably more now, but even back in the late 90s, I'm sure it was probably at least a million. 
with a net worth of $400 million. Who uses Michael Buffer in 2019, out of curiosity? Boxing. Just boxing. My God. And, like, it's not like boxing right now, or as we're recording this, is a thriving thing. Right. Not not like it was, you know, 30, 40 years ago. No. Like, you would think, because, like, anything they might make from the gate on the match probably goes to Buffer. And and I'm and I have a thing against Michael Buffer, which we'll get into in a little bit. Okay. Because not not right now, because I'm I want to save it up for later. Interesting. Okay, so mm-hmm. a Michael Buffer uh, lead-in later on. Yes. Okay. Just so, remind me when we get to it. Sure. All right. Well, let's get. Well, how? I don't know what your cue is. I don't know what you're looking for. I just just you know what it when we have. Like a dull moment during this. All right, I'll, I'll put a note buffer right, yeah. right now. Buffer. All right. Let's see if I actually remember it. All right. <laughs> if, if not, I'll bring it up at the end. Right. Just like right. how I'm going to push off my decision of was 2016 or uh, 2012 the worst of Royal Rumble. I still haven't figured right. that out. So that'll be fun. We'll do that on the live watch. I'll make my decision then. That way. Hey, you got There hey, we go. All you right. Got some so our intervals are. So our intervals are going to be every seven and a half minutes. Okay. Let's go. All right, let's get to it. Entries one through five: one, The Undertaker; two, Shawn Michaels; three, Santino Marella; four, The Great Kali; five, Hardcore Holly. And I have during this segment eliminated Marella and Kali, and since it's only me and you, automatically. You just start the conversation from now on, from here on. All right. My first notes are the Michael Buffer introductions of The Undertaker. It's like, The Undertaker! (laughs) And then then when he does Shawn Michaels, he's like, HBK, the heartbreak kid! I'm like, really? You, You can't get his full name this is you know what that full name is five million dollars clearly <laughs> wwe only paid for like two million dollars worth you know when when I, I remembered these two were the first i do remember that mm-hmm. and getting ready for this i was like huh is this gonna be better than cactus and chainsaw that was my initial thought going yeah. in yeah okay and watching it, I was like, it's not as good as I remember it. I I agree. Um, and but and I also will say that, well, I remember, again, I'm going to do a lot of notes of re- me remembering what things were like back then, um, even though it is over a decade ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I remember me and my friend being really thrilled about The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels being the first two. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were like, yeah, this is great. Two big stars. And it makes sense because are you really going to have, like, looking back at it, are you really going to have Michael Buffer say, Chuck Palumbo? <laughs> hey, if WCW was still around in 2008, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so you knew, I, I, I obviously didn't know it then, but it doesn't surprise me that's, you know, two big stars. Um, I mean, overall in this rumble. Yeah. So, you know, Santino comes out and he, um, 
you know, he gets eliminated pretty quickly. Lawler says about Santino when he gets knocked down. Yep. Okay, you got I figured you'd have this one. Get up, spaghetti breath. Yep, pretty much. Uh, Bill, have you ever had spaghetti breath? Uh, I can't say that I have. Because I don't think that's a real thing. Is that <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever had spaghetti breath. Okay. Uh, we have some You Can't Wrestle chants to the Great Collie. Yep. It's funny, too, because I, and again, I don't remember too much of 2007, but certainly in 2007, Kali, I remember, was really, really getting this huge push. Obviously, the answer of why he's not pushed anymore at this point is because, you know, they saw his in-ring work. Yeah. But for him to get out this quickly, it was probably at the time for me a little surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. At one point, Sean gets hit and he loses his gum. So I wrote Sean lost his gum, in in the same way of Sean lost his smile. Uh. <laughs> uh Do you um, think he was sadder about the gum, or what made him lose his smile again? Why am I forgetting this? Oh, what it was. Something. Was it, was was that the um. The army slash navy people beating him That's down? That's what I'm trying to remember. No, God, he pulled this shit so much, it's hard to keep track. <laughs> All these lies by Shawn Michaels. It was, it was either the he got beat up by the military. Or was or it the he... concussion thing where uh, with Owen, where Owen right. did the Inziguri, and then, but Shawn, like, threw him out of the ring and was mm-hmm. celebrating and then collapsed. Right. I know. Whenever he lost his, you know what? I'm, I'm now that I'm thinking about it, I, I'm, I think it was he lost his smile going into WrestleMania 13. That's it. You know yep. why? Because he, the rumor was he was supposed to lose to Brett, and of course he's being a baby and didn't want yep. to do it as he always does. I'm still convinced, like. I don't, I don't know if we've ever really talked about this, but I, I know offline we have, but mm-hmm. um, where I'm convinced that the attitude error, if, the attitude error would not have happened completely if Shawn Michaels did not get injured, or if he, yeah. yeah, like if he didn't, if he was still active, Austin probably would have lost that belt within like a month or two, and that would be the end, because you wouldn't have had Vince McMahon do anything either. No. Or next to not not at least the effect that he was. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so going back to Shawn Michaels losing his smile, um, he well actually he does lose his smile a little bit later on in this match. <laughs> I was gonna say he doesn't lose his smile in this match, but I was like, That's he loses right. something else. He loses and, his, and of course his gum. Well, yeah. All right. Th- there's one moment that drove me nuts when I saw this. This yes. watching it this time around. Hardcore Holly comes out to the ring. Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, they throw each other over the top rope. Why doesn't Holly just pull the both of them out? He's right there. Mm. All you have to do is pull the both of them out, and you've eliminated two people. Right. You're right. Uh, Come on, Holly. Because Bob Holly's dumb. (laughs) 
Okay, you say that to his face. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Actually, I, I mean, I say a lot of shit. I don't think I want to say. I don't think I would say anything to any of these guys' face. Now that I'm thinking about it. Kali, you could because he won't understand it. Ha ha ha! Look at you. <laughs> you want to do your great Kali voice again? By the way, how much? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I don't know if that was sounded more like a sound effect than an actual. But but no, like when I saw that, I was like, "How can you miss that? You just missed a golden opportunity to eliminate two people right there." Yeah. Um. By the way, I hope the clock is working. We never really gave it a test. It it, it is working. Well, we won't know that till the first interval ends. How much time do we have left? 15 seconds. All right, so let's wait and see. All right, let's get it ready. And... Alright, did you hear it? Yes, I heard it on my end. Alright, very good. So now we can live the rest of our lives happily. Six through ten, six John Morrison, seven Tommy Dreamer, eight Batista, nine Hornswoggle, ten Chuck Palumbo. And I have during this segment eliminated Tommy Dreamer. All right. Um, you know my first note <clears throat> for this segment, I, I think it came from Joey Styles, because he says when Tommy comes out. If he were to win the Royal Rumble, <coughs> excuse me. If he were to win the Royal Rumble, he would use the opportunity to main event WrestleMania for the ECW Championship. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, I doubt Dreamer would waste a WrestleMania main event on the ECW title. See, I would be all about that. I'll be honest with you. I definitely was. I'll tell. I'll tell you definitely what I remember from this. Uh, particular segment <laughs> being live that people were fucking going crazy for Tommy Dreamer. Oh, yeah, he got a nice pop. I was excited about Tommy Dreamer, so you have to remember this is like, you know, it's not that far off from when they had the, uh, you know, the ECW one night stand. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. ECW is its own show. And correct me if I'm wrong, which I could be, at this point, Dreamer's like the only one left of the ECW originals in WWE. I, I do believe you're right. Because I think Sabu's gone at this point. Yeah. Sandman's gone. Van Damme's gone. Is he gone or is he injured? That's, that's what I'm trying to remember. He's either gone or he's injured. I don't remember. Well, either way, he's not around. That's, I guess, right. the point. <coughs> uh, I have here... God. Oh, no, I had nothing. I oh, I thought, uh, you know what? I hear a little bit of an echo. That's what it was. All right. Oh. This is a great question for you because I noticed this was said. Hornswoggle and Mick Foley qualified together? Yep. You know what that means. Yes. One of my favorite things on this show, remembering how people qualified for shit. All right. Now, this year, this particular year, I should say, not all the qualifying matches aired on television. Okay. So we're going to go in order from the earliest to the latest. Sure. The first qualifying match 
aired on New Year's Eve. Aired on New Year's Eve. So this was a taped Raw. Umaga beat Jim Duggan. Okay. So that's our first one. Duggan could have been in it. All right. Could Yeah, he very well could have. Well, actually, Duggan at this point, I think he was a regular for some reason. Like, he wasn't just an, a returning. Right. Be, and the only reason I remember that is because they used the his uh, uh, ho to, like, yep. actually refer to women, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Then our next three all happen at house shows. Okay. Snitsky defeats Drew McIntyre. Hardcore Holly defeats Trevor Murdoch. John Morrison and The Miz defeat Jimmy Wang Yang and Shannon Moore. Okay. Hornswoggle and Mick Foley beat the Highlanders on Raw oh to get in. Oh, my God. Jamie Noble. Jamie Noble, boy. Beats Chuck Palumbo on SmackDown Wait, to get in. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but this gets so much better. Uh, Cody Rhodes defeats William Regal at a house show. Carlito and Santino Morella defeat D.H. Smith and Super Crazy at a house show. Where the fuck are they getting these teams from? (laughs) Shawn Michaels defeats Trevor Murdoch. So Murdoch somehow gets a second chance. (laughs) He's He's that good. He's that good. I, I always hey I, I said he was underrated. They want to push him. They want to push him because he could do the Canadian Destroyer. It makes that in their their opinion that that garbage wrestler in TNA, Mister mm-hmm. Williams, that makes him look yep. inferior. Triple H runs oh. the gauntlet. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> it defeats Snitsky, sure, Mark Henry, and William Regal. Mm, I'm the best. the final match the final qualifying match which takes place the night before the Royal Rumble CM Punk defeats Chavo Guerrero what? (laughs) you heard it alright so let's get to the first thing here Um, also wait before this uh, before the time runs out because I want to get these in Um, so apparently Chuck Palumbo hospitalized Michelle McCool I have that written down I, I don't remember that. You know I'm, who did remember it, surprisingly? Ooh. Fucking Rowdy Ross. <laughs> I, review, I reviewed his my notes with him just for the hell of it, because this is the one that he wanted to do. Unfortunately, the wheel did not let that be the case. Right. So I was like, here, that's the constellation. Let, let me share my notes with you. Um, and actually, he came to the same conclusion overall about the Rumble, which I'll probably say at the be- at the end of the actual match. Right. Um, so he remembered that. Uh, Batista versus Undertaker, there's a showdown at some point. So, all right, let's talk about how did Chuck Palumbo lost? Why is he yeah. coming in at number 10? I have no idea. Why didn't you give I'm, it to Murdoch, since you obviously wanted him to try to be in it? At least Murdoch had two chances. He had two chances to get in. Against uh, against quality competition. Right. Hardcore Holly and Shawn Michaels. Um, so, again, we, we're back. So, these qualifiers, when did you say the first one? The first one was New Year's Eve, so... Yeah, it they, aired New Year's Eve. So they tried fitting all of this in 
within like a two to three week period? About, yeah. Okay. And then some people, oh, I still can't get over fucking Triple H. He's the only <laughs> guy that has to that has to be that's victorious well, over I, three people. Well, actually, you know what? Actually, let me go back real quick. Okay, sure. Because he he had a match against Ric Flair. I was reading the notes while going through the qualifiers. Oh, okay. He had a match against Ric Flair on that same Raw, New Year's Eve. If he had beaten Flair, not only would he have ended Flair's career, but he would have been in the Rumble. Okay. If he lost, he would not have been in the Rumble. So he loses the match. I'm going to hold that thought because we're about to have the countdown. Okay. So now we go to 11 to 15, 11, Jamie Noble, 12, CM Punk, 13, Cody Rhodes, 14, Umaga, and 15, Snitsky. And I have during this segment eliminated Noble, Palumbo, and Holly. All right. Um, okay, so to finish it real quick. So if Flair beat Hunter, Hunter could not be in the Rumble. Okay. So in the match... William Regal gets involved and he get Triple H gets disqualified basically because of William Regal. Okay. And okay, now these are the notes from Wikipedia. So. Please, yeah, yeah. Okay. After Triple H destroyed part of the lower Titan Tron, they're being very specific, on the January fourteenth Raw. Vince McMahon announced he would allow Triple H a second chance at the Rumble if he could defeat his opponent on the January 21st edition of Raw, which okay. ended up being the gauntlet match. Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> so why isn't Ric Flair in then? Because he had a match. <laughs> but shouldn't he, by winning, qualified for the Raw Rumble? Ah, uh, you would think, but I wouldn't, but I don't know if, like, the whole, if you lose the Rumble, your career is over thing. I don't know if that would have gone in the that's play. true. I mean, I have heard rumors that, like, it was tossed around that he goes in, that Flair goes into the Rumble, and then he actually wins it. I actually mm. heard that recently. I've never heard that. Yeah, so, I don't know. I, I don't, the thing is, here's the problem, is that, like, it's not like yes, it, I think that would be an amazing story. Like if it was, you know, Ric Flair wins the Royal Rumble, he goes to WrestleMania, and then he fights for the championship. And but if he loses, his career's over. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that Ric Flair. Do, it's a great idea, but it wouldn't be able to be executed well because Flair was not exactly burning it up work rate-wise yeah, to pull off, I think, a main event. And furthermore, those same people were like, well, it would be great if he would have came in at, like, one or, like, three. Or, oh, he, would, know, he wouldn't have been able to make it. That's what I'm saying, is I don't think he would have been, that he wouldn't be able to, or it would look really, really bad. Yeah. Plus, the weird thing, real quick. Yeah. Because I remember this during that whole angle, because, like, he was in a tag match, and... Jim Ross at one point was like, oh, 
Vince McMahon said that Ric Flair's career is not on the line because it's a tag match. He has to lose his next one-on-one match. Really? It, it was really weird that that thing came out of nowhere, too, how they started it. Mm-hmm. It was basically like Vince McMahon came up to Ric Flair and it seemed like he was just in a bad mood. Like I even remember the I even remember the promos like he's like I can't stand it all I hear is woo woo <laughs> and he's like all mad about it he's like that's it the next time that you lose a match you're done or something like that right and I'm like it's so random why like why like and why does he do it all the time to anyone he doesn't like then right. <laughs> All right, let's get into the notes of this segment okay, here. Okay, yeah, before we, we, we have it, really. Um, young Cody, yes. not elite yet. Right. Not elite yet. Just a young traveler on the roads. Yep. Learning from hardcore Holly. God damn it. <laughs> I like them pushing this noble Palumbo feud they're really invested. Oh, God. <laughs> and here's the weird thing. Because you mentioned, um, you know, they brought up Michelle McCool and Jamie Noble. I don't remember that, but I remember Noble and Layla. That one I remember so well. Because at the end, Layla ends up going with William Regal. Okay. But it's like later in the year. I also feel like it's short-lived. I do remember that, but I don't remember her being with him for a long time. Right. Uh, here's something interesting that I started noticing, and I'm not sure if it was just me. I started looking at this show and was like, are there very limited camera angles? In other words, like, there's, so you, those are a couple of different angles, but like, I don't know, it seemed like not as much as... A lot of camera angles seem very, very repetitive, and I know that's like what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It seemed more noticeable to me for some reason. Hmm. I didn't really, honestly. I didn't really pay attention to the camera angles. Mm. So. You know what I think it was? Because I'm looking. For, I was looking for signs. Hmm. There weren't any good ones. No, I'm very disappointed. Um, I don't even think I got any. To be honest with you. Although I did notice, and I'm and I'm going to mention this quickly. Mm-hmm. There's a fan in the aisles who has a yellow shirt that says Ween, he was sitting at the front row of the Ring of Honor New Japan show at Madison Square Garden. So either he's the same guy and he's had the same shirt for 11 years (laughs) or he passed it down to like his brother or cousin or somebody and said, keep keep the dream alive. Right, yeah, get in that front row and wear this shirt. To be fair, you're probably the only person that would have noticed that. And I don't know what. Let's see. I also have here... Actually, I don't really have... Like, see, this is the point of the Rumble that I remember being live and being like, ah, all right, the ring's starting to fill up. Oh, I don't think we mentioned that Hornswoggle disappeared. I don't think that was mentioned. He came out, and then he went under the ring. Right, and I'm... Like, part of me at this point was wondering... All right, what is he ever coming back? Is he gone? Is he considered eliminated? I didn't know what was going on at the time. I I thought, you know, because we had this discussion in the past. Once you come out, you're you're in it. Yes. So 
Unless you're like Scotty Too Hotty. Or Spike Dudley. Or Spike Dudley. Or Spike. Um, yeah, I don't really have much else on this. Just that, you know, you're starting to feel that the ring is filling up. You don't really, you know, I think during this segment, um, well, no, there were three eliminated. In the last segment, there was one, so mm-hmm. you could tell. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Like, well, actually, I don't have much because... We're about to get ready into the next segment. All right. Because this is where it gets weird. All right. Now we get to 16 through 20. 16, The Miz, Shelton Benjamin, 17, 18, Jimmy Snuka, 19, Roddy Piper, and 20, Kane. And I have, during this segment, eliminated Benjamin, Piper, and Snuka. Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, My first note is, where's Mama Benjamin? (laughs) I guess she's gone at this point, right? Yeah. It's been two years, so... Yeah, she's been long gone by this point. I just had to write that for funny purposes. Um, everyone watches when Snuka and Piper are fighting. Like, they all just clear, like, the middle of the ring mm-hmm. to watch Jimmy Snuka and Roddy Piper fight each other. I know. I remember I really loved the that moment live. First, I mean... So first you're like, you get Superfly come out. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were like, all right, Superfly, yay, like whatever, it's cool. And then when Piper comes out, that's when we're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So I remember, and also uh, just to kind of piggyback off of the Shelton Benjamin thing, if you remember, even though Benjamin's out pretty quickly overall, he does do something amazing when he comes in. He immediately mm. goes in. And, like, uh, two guys are fighting on the top. I want to say it's, like, uh, CM Punk and, like, John Morrison or something like that. And Benjamin comes in and springboards to the top rope. Oh, it's a very good spot. I mean, he's always been that kind of, um, you know, he's... God, it... It really goes to show you, like, you can do incredible things, but still not main event, and it's not your fault. It's just, like, that's how the company sees you. Like, you're you're good, and you do a lot of good things, but your goal is to make moments that aren't the main person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I do. And then, like I said, going back to the Snooka Piper thing, yeah, I loved when everyone just stopped and watched. And uh, I don't know why I was really excited about Shirtless Rowdy. <laughs> I have Shirtless Rowdy and then two exclamation points in my notes. You had a bit of a beer gut at that time. Well, that's why. Because I, I remember it used to be people would be like... Um, uh, Rowdy, we love you. Just don't take off your shirt. And I'm like, right. no, take that shirt off. Show everyone who's boss. <laughs> oh, I also put down like the, the way they did Piper and Snooka is, I mean, I feel like this is, that was a good way to bring Legends back and 
have it mean something as opposed to like, you know, they come back and they do a few things and they just get eliminated. Like I felt yeah. it really added to the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really did. What were your thoughts on Snook and Piper? You know, it was enjoyable because it really wasn't that long. Mm-hmm. And it was like the it was like if you're the diehard fan or if you're like the historian and you're seeing this, it's like, oh my god, it's nineteen eighty five and these two are gonna face each other again. Mm-hmm. And and it's a really cool moment. It really is. And and the I think the best part is it doesn't hurt the match at all. No, not at because, all. Because they don't eliminate anybody. No, you're right. Uh, what is your opinion of shirtless Rowdy Piper? Oh gosh, I love I love you, Roddy, <laughs> but man, just that one time, just that <laughs> one time. Oh. I also loved uh, the spot where so when they were watching when the uh, well the wrestlers are watching Piper and uh, and Snuka, at one point, John Morrison tells CM Punk to watch. Piper versus Snooker, and then mm-hmm. kicks him. <laughs> I missed that. Oh. So yeah, when they're brawling, you can see John Morrison and CM Punk in the background, and the camera shot, I believe, is like right at that. It's so great because right. he's like he's pointing to him, saying, saying to Punk, "Look, look, look," and then and but it should be mentioned that Punk is laying on the ground when this is happening, like mm-hmm. he's catching his breath. So Punk's laying on the ground, but he's like sat up. And then Morrison says, look, and Punk looks, and he's all happy, and then Morrison kicks him, and then things starts up again. (laughs) Uh, So, and then, of course, Kane's the one to eliminate both of them, so that'll go to his count later later on in this series. Um, I also wrote down the six-man announced team is weird. I guess this is when I'm really noticing it. Mm -hmm. Actually, I remember... Early on in the match, they asked Coach for any advice of being in the Royal Rumble, and Coach <laughs> is like, "No, you don't want to ask me. You just don't." Right, with his great 2006 performance. Yeah, which so you can least, listen to at, in the archives. At, at least Coach knows I am the wrong guy. You should be asking that question. I mean, just be amazed that if anything, he could be give better advice on how to qualify for the Royal Rumble. That is very true. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do you have anything else? Uh, I just have the matches going quick. It feels quick, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. It's not dragging along. Right. So, um, we have about a minute. Okay. Uh, Want to go through the rest of the card real quick? Um, you know what? Let's save it for the next section because I don't have okay. that much for that. Okay. Thank God you remembered though, because I certainly didn't. Yeah. I'm just going, going willy nilly over this, yeah. uh, this, uh, these notes. Um, trying to remember. I remember Kane got booed big time for Snooka and the Piper elimination by the fans, mm-hmm. and whoever eliminated Dreamer, who I can't remember, I feel like they got a really resounding boo for that Ooh, one. I, looking at this, it, I believe it's Batista. Okay, that makes sense. I still hate yeah, that him. would make sense. I still don't like him. 
even in 2019. <laughs> yeah. o- only in Marvel movies is he okay. <laughs> I saw a trailer for uh, a movie that he's going to be in. It's called Stuber. S- spell that, please. S-T-U-B-E-R. Okay. It's it's a comedy. And... Oh, Eight, So 21 to 25, 21, Carlito, 22, McFoley, 23, Mr. Kennedy, 24, Big Daddy V, 25, Mark Henry. All right, I have during this segment eliminated Snitsky, Undertaker, Michaels, and Miz. Um, There are so many people in the ring, but let's talk about the rest of the card. Okay. So our dark match, so this did not air. Jimmy Wang Yang and Shannon Moore defeated Deuce and Domino. I made sure that we were right on time to see that. <laughs> <laughs> that that sick Stark classic. Right. Um, Ric Flair defeated MVP, so Ric Flair's career still going at right. this point. JBL defeated Chris Jericho by disqualification. I remember thinking both of them should be in the Royal Rumble. I just remember that match was a bit of a disappointment. Oh, sure. No, I do remember. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought, oh, this is going to be a good match, and it was a bit of a letdown. Mm -hmm. Um, Edge defeated Rey Mysterio to stay the World Heavyweight Champion, and Randy Orton defeated Jeff Harvey. I'm sorry, Hardy. How dare you? To stay the WWE Champion. (laughs) You know, the one thing I remember the most about that, thinking back to it, is how... Me included, I think a lot of people felt that Jeff Hardy was going to win. Oh, I did, yeah. Like, that it was his time, because he's finally going to get that that title, because I don't think he had held the title at that point. Um, certainly he would go on to have, you know, I think, other reigns, but this was the first real one that I was like, yeah, he definitely has a shot and he's going to win, and he mm-hmm. didn't, so there it was. Uh, what did you think of the rest of this card? You know the the two title matches are good. Mm-hmm. I I like the Edge match because it shows the full heel authority. You know, abusing their power. Yeah, and it was done well. And Orton and Jeff they ended up having a really good match. I remember that being a very good match. Mm-hmm. Probably better than it should have been. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Uh, yeah, so like I said, I, I, I like the card overall. Um, I, I, I It's kind of the opposite, though, for me. Like, for Royal Rumble 2000, where, I, like I said, I remembered more of the outside of the Rumble card. This I definitely remembered more of the actual Rumble card itself and my mm. reactions. Yeah. So let's go back to the Rumble. Um, so Undertaker's eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Yes. But he takes his anger out on Snitsky? Yep. (laughs) Why wouldn't he beat the shit out of Michaels? Because Michaels ran the hell out of there as soon as he saw Undertaker's feet on the ground. He's like, oh shit, bye. Yeah, I guess you're right. The hell out of there. And then, so what were your thoughts on uh, the Snitsky beating? (laughs) He just, like, drops him through a table from that Uh, You know, I, I got to be honest, I 
sort of felt bad for Snitsky. I mean, it wasn't his fault. Right? <laughs> but I was upset. I, when I saw this live, I was upset because I thought for sure Undertaker was going to repeat. I thought for sure he was going to win this Rumble. Mm-hmm. Just, just because. I just thought he would. But the way they did the elimination was done very well. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, because I, I didn't... I remember thinking I, I didn't see it coming because I thought that it was going to be one of those days, oh, they both last till the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so what else do you have for this? Um, the beef is here, so I'm probably referring to Big Daddy V and Mark Henry in this. Mm-hmm. Um, Swaggle still in it. He eliminates the Miz in this segment. Right, and that's your maze elimination, believe it or not, folks. I know. Uh, you know, it's hard to believe the maze has been there so long, too. I know. It doesn't seem like and, it. And it's not like he just came in because, I mean, he I think he was there for like a year or so before this, too. Mm-hmm. Because I remember, cause he's already evolved past going hoorah. Oh, God, yes. I loved when he used to go hoorah. Hoorah! hoorah! Mm-hmm. Oh, Can I have that Miz back? Uh, maybe. Rather maybe than, not. like, all of a sudden, apparently, this focus is on his dad. <laughs> you mean the great boxer Miz's dad? Oh, for fuck's sake. Is that what they say? <laughs> no, that's what I... That's what you did, say. Okay. No, so, I, I have not watched... I did not watch okay. WrestleMania. So, so I gotta, so I gotta explain go why ahead. I... Okay, I gotta explain why I made uh, that. Go ahead. So, during that match... Mrs. Dad comes from the crowd to Why? protect his son. Why is he involved? Because Mrs. Dad is finally showing his son the love that he always wanted. Oh, for fuck's sake, it's a father-son story? <laughs> sort oh. of, yeah. So Shade's going to do the elbow drop, and Mrs. Dad stands in the way. Okay. So then he enters the ring, and he puts up his fists. Like, he's got a box. I have a question. Wait, before we continue this. I have a question regarding the storyline. So, are you saying, though, then, like, the Miz's dad did, in storyline-wise, of course. I I don't even know if it's his own fucking dad, but... um, It's his own dad. Okay, but in storyline, was the story like that, oh, the Miz's father never really loved him? As a wrestler. Okay. Because he never... Because, like, he was like, my dad... Wouldn't he wouldn't always say I love you, and I I guess it wasn't until he teamed up with Shane McMahon. What? I, it's it's freaking weird. Okay, guy, continue what you were saying okay. so we can get through the segment. Okay, so Mrs. Dad puts up his Dukes. Shane goes over and he's like, "Hold on, hold on." So he lowers. He he helps Mrs. Dad put his fists up in the right position to punch and then Shade just punches his Mrs. Dad. It was what it was the funny. fuck is going on here? <laughs> Alright, so in the end now Miz and his dad are 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 their father and son bonding mm-hmm. has been strengthened, I assume. Oh yeah. Alright. Um it, Wow, it's funny because like every other show that I watch that involves a father and a son Usually has me very uh, emotional due to um, issues with my own father. This one didn't. 
All right, and now we get to the final five. 26, Chavo Guerrero. 27, Finley. 28, Elijah Burke. 29, Triple H. And wait a minute. 30 is John Cena. What is he doing here? What are you doing here? What am, what am I doing here? <laughs> That's a good question. There's so much shit on this segment. All right, so. Oh, man. All right, let's start off with eliminated during this segment. Uh, leading into the final four, of course, is eliminated Morrison, Punk, Rhodes, Big Daddy V, Burke, Foley, Carlito, Henry, Kennedy, Umaga, Finley, and Hornswoggle. Okay. Before we get to Cena, yeah, I I, I want to bring up how the, the whole Finley thing, please, because Swoggle tries to get another sneak elimination in, but he gets caught. Finley comes running down, because so, I think they said he is in this match. Yeah, they definitely said that, and I definitely yeah. So he comes and he saves Hornswoggle. Mm-hmm. With the shillelagh. Right, with the shillelagh. So, you know, he takes them out and they go to the back. Then JR says Finley is disqualified yep. for not only jumping the gun, but using a weapon. Mm-hmm. What the hell? They don't remember 1998 or 2001. Or 1990. Okay, yeah. Because came out early. Oh, okay. I was just more talking about the weapon. Right, the weapons. Yeah, okay, yeah. I see your point. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of people that came out. What about fucking Test? Two years in a row he did it. Oh, man. I, I was so mad about that. And I, I can tell you right now, being there live, there's no sense that we knew that. Right. We were like, oh, is, are they coming back? Or what's going on? No mm-hmm. no indication. Obviously, when you get down to the final four and they're not back, you're like, okay, I guess they're out. Right. Um, yeah, what a bunch of nonsense. Speaking of nonsense, why is the ECW champion in the Royal Rumble? Thank you. No, bad. <laughs> bad WWE. <laughs> bad WWE. <laughs> that doesn't make sense because, like, the rule is, or you know, the stipulation, if whoever wins picks, you know, to face the champion of their choice. Right. Which Chav- you've, you've already said, you've already told me that that's the belt Tommy Dreamer would pick. Right. <sighs> Maybe Chavo put himself in, tried to get extra greedy. I mean, I guess so. I don't know. I, I have I'm no so defense. upset by that, too. No defense. No defense at all. But you know who did defend it? <laughs> or I shouldn't say it's for that. You know who defended who? Uh, the, uh, Finley Hornswoggle? Who? And all that? Who do you fucking think? The biggest WWE apologist that I know. Rowdy <laughs> Ross. Because I told you I went over my notes with him. Right. And I told him how mad I was about the Finley Hornswoggle stuff. And his response, I don't know if he was really defending. I, it feels like it, but he would probably say say he didn't. His argument was, well, this is after they've turned PG, so maybe that's what it was. Oh, good lord. That's his, his thing. Um, 
We did get a little bit of uh, Triple H Foley. Yeah, that was good. I was that like, was oh, good. shades of me 18 years ago when right. I was, went to this event. Uh, let's see. So we never, we actually didn't talk about um, why Cena would have been a surprise. So maybe you want to give some background on that. Okay. So at this point, Cena has a pectoral injury, which he had suffered in the fall. And if I remember correctly, he was going to be out until well after WrestleMania. Absolutely. So the the legend that I've always heard is nobody knew except for Vince. He was going to come back that night. Mm-hmm. Not one person knew. Mm-hmm. Not not the wrestlers, not the commentators, not the people in the back, no one. I think Hunter Cena, knew though. I don't by the by the look of that reaction, I think he didn't. You're right. It does take into account that Triple H would actually have to be a good actor. Yeah. So Cena was staying at a hotel in New York. He did not make his way to the arena until this match began. Mm-hmm. So he is driven to the arena, and this is before they do the bus thing, where like every you know, like if it's a big name, oh, they have to hide in the bus. So Cena goes in, he gets hidden somewhere in the arena, and he makes his way, and we get maybe the loudest reaction in the history of Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, I remember seeing it when I... Because I did see this live. I said that earlier. Mm-hmm. I was shocked. I, I on, I'll tell you who I thought it was going to be. I thought this was going to be Big Show. Because... They were, you know, the dirt sheets were saying, oh, Big Show's coming back. He's going to be here for WrestleMania. So I'm like, okay, this is Big Show. Mm-hmm. This this has to be Big Show. I even re- I think I even remember those rumors, actually, that, like, uh, Big Show's going to come back and yada, yada, yada. Right. But then when Cena's music hits, it's like the holy shit, I lost my mind moment of all moments right and it's like it's almost like they're seeing a ghost mm-hmm. it really is and he's just there and he's so calm with his little pose and oh i to this day i still love that moment mm-hmm. it was it was really good now here's my uh, account of it live okay so we're sitting there. Here comes 30. Now, I don't think we put, or at least my group uh, didn't really put, put much stock into, like, oh, who's number 30? It's got to be someone big or anything like that. Mm-hmm. We just kind of didn't know at this point who it would be. And, gotta, you know, Cena's music plays, and I lose my shit. And so does <laughs> everyone else. And I was like, wait, no, he's injured. What? Okay. Yeah. Like, we're every, the whole arena is super excited about it. It, Mm -hmm. it, Hell, it's the best reaction he's had in probably since 2005 at that point. 
Right. Meaning, uh, meaning the reaction that WWE would want, where like, oh, he actually is the most popular wrestler right now, as opposed to half the crowd cheering and half the crowd booing him. Mm-hmm. So, so he goes in there, and then they, they start fighting. And this is what I remember actually more than the actual return is, and if you watch this back, you'll notice this too. After he comes in, and after the initial like, oh my god, he's here. The boos come back. You know yeah. why? Because we remember, oh, wait, we hate this fucking guy. Fuck him. <laughs> that's 100%. And that's what me and my, my friends were like, too. We were like, wait, we hate this guy. We don't, why do we want this? We don't want this guy to win because we didn't want any more of him anyway. Right. And so that's what, that was the best is that, uh, like, basically people were, were I, I and I still feel like, I don't know if they were necessarily cheering for Cena as they were the surprise. I think it was more the surprise. Because then when people realize, oh, wait, this means, oh, fuck, if he's going to main event WrestleMania again. And then, you know, so it was was really funny, though. Um, Yeah, go ahead. But what I like about it overall is just the idea, even in 2008, where... You know, you have the dirt sheets, you have the news sites. Social media is in its infancy. It's not as big as it is today. Yes. The the fact that WWE, and, and let's give them credit for this. 100%, yeah. The fact they were able to pull this off without anybody knowing in that time is amazing. 100%, yes. Because I don't think you could do that today. I, it doesn't matter... What promotion? You cannot do that today. Well, I'll tell you right now. I I don't think they try. If you remember, they tried doing it again. Um, and it, it just didn't. It wasn't the same. And I think part of it's because, um, I think part of it's because we had already seen it now. Like we, you know, the precedent was set. Let oh, okay. So Cena came back before the injury, or that we thought the injury was healed. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what year it was, and it's not one that we did. The right. one where Edge wins. Okay. That was very similar to this, but it was not in the least bit special to me. Mm-hmm. In fact, I remember being really like down on it because when Edge got injured, I was like, okay, so that lines up to about January or February. And even though Edge wasn't even scheduled to be in the Rumble, that year I picked Edge to win. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I've seen this before. In 2008. Um, and I guess I, that's probably, I probably gave a little bit too much than I should have because we'll, we're going to talk about that rumble. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, they did try doing this again. And unless I'm misremembering and it was a massive success, I don't think that was as successful, if I'm remembering right. correctly. Right. Uh, do you have any other notes before we go into the final four? Um, No. I don't. All right. So the final four are Kane versus Batista versus Triple H versus Cena. Uh, Triple H and Batista eliminate Kane. So that it becomes Triple H versus Batista versus Cena. Triple H eliminates Batista. And then we're down to Triple H versus Cena. And I remember live yelling, I don't want either of them to win. <laughs> um, then- I have... There is one person that is doing a Triple H chant. Only one. I mean, 
<laughs> and it's like in the front row. I mean, like it really is though, because this is also I would not. I'm not going to say we're. The, a lot of this era, this, this time period, is also where I really started double down on my Triple H hate. Because mm-hmm. I, at this point, you know, I was always to the... To the and I, I know I've told you this, but I don't know if I've said it out there in general. But I was always to the belief that Triple H's retirement should have been at WrestleMania 22. When he uh, lost to Cena. And it right. would have been a passing of the torch... He wasn't on 23 for injury, mm-hmm. and this was when I saw him, I was like, oh, come on, don't, don't do this. You, you, your headlining day should be over at this point. Little did I know how bad that would wind up being. He's fucking still headlining things today. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So anyway, Cena eliminates Triple H. Cena wins. Um, there's a term that people hear a lot. Um... Let's talk about Cena's road because if I'm not mistaken, it's not that straightforward. Uh no, it's not. So the next night on Raw, instead of challenging for the WWE title at WrestleMania, he decides to use his championship match for the next pay-per-view which is no way out bill let me ask you this isn't this i don't want to say the first because there probably were inklings of something similar to this have not similar to this but is this the first time where they're pretty much telling you guys the royal rumble doesn't mean that much in that, it's now not, it's a cash out. Now, now that you can use it whenever now, apparently. If it's not the first, it's one of the earliest. 100%. So they have the match. Cena wins by disqualification after Orton intentionally gets disqualified. Mm-hmm. At that same event, Triple H wins an Elimination Chamber match to earn the right to face Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Right. However, because John Cena won his match by DQ, he gets another shot. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. So we end up getting a triple threat match at WrestleMania, which is not the main event. Right. Although... And, and, and Jim, I know you don't like that, you know, when the guy who wins the Rumble doesn't main event. But I think this year might be an exception. The, oh, wait, I mean. Yeah, I would agree with that because I like the the streak versus the championship aspect of WrestleMania. Yeah, because you had that and you also had Big Show and Floyd Mayweather. Right. So I, if you want to agree with me. We'll let this year pl- – we'll let it pass. We'll give it a pass. No, I, I definitely agree because um, they've made such a – you know what? It almost reminds me of the mess that they made for the path for – and again, we'll talk about – this one ap- this episode's actually going to be coming up in the next coming weeks um, of this year, the women's. Mm-hmm. Like it's very similar. Like you didn't have to make it really convoluted, but you somehow did. Where nothing yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
No, I I definitely preferred this. I definitely preferred the streak versus the championship aspect of WrestleMania 24. And I I tell people, in my opinion, I think WrestleMania 24 was maybe one of the the only good WrestleManias since you know from then to current. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I think it's probably my favorite one since I mean I'm being a little biased there, but right. you know because you also have the Ric Flair stuff and yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so what are your overall thoughts on the Rumble? And I'll tell you mine and what me and Rowdy Ross actually agreed on, which was okay. amazing. Um, I thought they picked the right two people to start the match. With Undertaker and Sean. They are basically the first half of this match. Mm -hmm. Once they're eliminated, the second half really becomes, or at least we think it becomes, Triple H's redemption to the WWE title. Right. Only to have John Cena come back. Mm -hmm. You have a unique mixture of talent in this. Some deserving to be in there. Some that maybe should not be in there. Um, But overall, I, I actually enjoy this. I had fun watching this match. Mm-hmm. Not the best, but it was fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, I liked it, but... At the same time, it's like the thing that I agreed with Rowdy Ross on when going through the notes, because he said to me he had recently rewatched the Royal, this Royal Rumble, and I'm like, but because he he was also at this event, I should mention, Rowdy okay. Ross was. We both agreed that we're like, it seemed better, way better live than it did translate to TV, mm-hmm. and like one of the main things that I was bothered by is that at certain points it seemed like they had a lot of people in the ring just just to have a lot of people in the ring for some Mm -hmm. reason like there wasn't really much other than like the piper snook and stuff for them to all be in there yeah um so i mean i guess i guess my point is though i feel like parts of it doesn't hold up but then other parts like are really good so I'm in the middle with it, uh, which is unfortunate for me because, like, I remember I used to really love this event or this mm-hmm. event Rumble match, but now I'm just kind of like, all right, I see the – now that I have to sit here and evaluate it, I see the positives and negatives, and I don't think it's as good as it was. Right. So. Okay. All right. Since we still have a little bit of time. Yeah. I got to get my thing about Michael Buffer off my chest. Yes. Oh, see, I knew I would forget. <laughs> okay. So, other, you know, besides boxing, he will do, you know, either TV commercials or sporting appearances. So, last year, he did the intro at the arena for game one of the Stanley Cup finals between the Washington Capitals, my team. Mm hmm. And the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Okay. Wait, he only did game one? Or did he only game say, one. Wait, well, or at least it was shown on TV, game one. Well, I mean, if you're going to pay him $5 million, you better show him on TV. Right. So, Jim. Yes. I'm going to send you a name. 
Okay. I want you to read the name oh, as, okay. as best as you can. Okay, sure. Can you please read the name? Oh, okay. Matt. Uh, oops, went away. It said Matt something, but I, it, it went away on me. Okay. <clears throat> Type in you the chat me? box. Oh, wait, maybe I got to do something here. All right, I got it. I got it now. Okay. Matt Niskanen. Okay. When he did the intro for the Capitals, he was on the ice. And he's like, blah, 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 blah. Matt Niskanen. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You couldn't get this name right? It's Niskanen. It's Niskanen. Oh, God. You're kidding me right now. You dipshit. It's Niskanen. So... So I was up. I was upset about that. Wow, this is a very Bowie versus Bowie situation right here. Well, I, okay, now, I'm not mad at you because I wanted. No, you I know to... you can't possibly right. be mad at me because I'm right. saying it right. Right. Because I'm like <laughs> Michael. You've been doing this this shit for thirty plus years. You've probably said the hardest last names that have ever existed in boxing. You couldn't go out of your way for fifteen minutes. To learn this guy's name correctly. So, when we get to game three. Oh, good, he's back? Okay. No, he's not oh. back. But, the Washington Capitals have somebody better. And I hoped that he would intentionally mess up any player's name on the Vegas Knights just to get Michael Buffer back. So, for game three, we had the one... Billy the Gunn. only. Oh. Pat Sajak from Wheel of <laughs> Why? He's a season ticket holder. He's been a season ticket holder for years. Really? Oh. The Capitals. I didn't even know. I, I didn't know till last year. Okay, so he... Did he say his name right? Yeah, he got the name right. Because well, yeah, he's a six, Right, he's a season ticket holder. You know, I wonder if this all... all uh, coincides with why Michael Buffer did not say Shawn Michaels. Because oh, he looked at the knees like, I'm not sure how to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he had Hickenbottom there. That would be like, funny. It'd be like, oh shit, how do I say this? I'm going to... Do, let me, I, well, here's what I don't understand, though. If And this goes both for WWE and him not saying... Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. and also for your guy in uh, on the cap uh, in the hockey um, for the Capitals. Mm-hmm. If you're paying him like five million dollars, <laughs> would it kill you to high? Uh, what is it called? Um, to like hyphenate the name, right? Because you know now, like, if it was on there and he just chose not to read it, then yeah, that's hundred percent his fault. Yeah, if, if that's true, um, because even you know, because he he Buffer also says that John Cena wins, right? And I don't think there was a problem with the way John Cena was said. If I'm not well, mistaken. no, you're right. That is an easy one, though. You're right. Like your name, I don't. My name's real, I was getting your real name. He'd never get right. He probably oh. would. He wouldn't get mine right either, because mo- be- a lot of people don't get my last name right. To be honest, folks, I'm just gonna say if, I'm not gonna say my last name. No, for of course, yeah, the yeah. safety of the show. Yeah, yeah. 
But for every time my last name has been said wrong, my family would probably be multimillionaires by now. <laughs> for every however much money, yeah. we'd be multimillionaires. And the same with Jim's. Yeah, I agree. You know, because Star is a hard last name to pronounce. Right, of course. <laughs> I, no, you know what? Real quick, yeah. it's actually funny we're having this conversation because about Michael um, Felder. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go, I didn't go into the. Sh- oh, okay. I was gonna say I didn't think I, no, I didn't not, think there'd be so Michael much Buffer, buffer no, discussion on our new. We're, we're done with Michael Buffer. Oh, you don't want to start a Michael Buffer podcast? <laughs> oh God, no. Let's get ready to podcast. <laughs> if he does do that, we would like to have a share of your five million. <laughs> no. We had a conversation, me, my family, um, about last names because one of my nephews, his friend's last name got messed up. And it's an easy name, like okay. easy last name. I'll, I'll spell it to you. I, I don't want to read it to get no, I gotcha. anybody in trouble. Right. Okay. Okay, so that that's an easy word. Yeah. Jim, I tell you as clear as day. When I was in the fifth grade, I had a real good friend of mine. He had the one of the easiest names in the mm. world. I'll type you his last name. Okay. Oh, that's his, that's his last name? Okay. That was his last name. I remember our PE teacher messed that last name up one time. How? How? Exactly. How do you mess up that name? Yeah. I agree. So I still remember the one thing that I had a problem for a, a while with my uh, one of my friend's first names. Uh, his I'll tell I'll say the first name because obviously a lot of people share the same first name. Um, his name was his name Sean, but I could not get over for some reason the fact that it was spelled S E A N. That's not how you spell Sean. It's S H A W N. And I guarantee you it was from because I started watching wrestling. I was like, no, because Shawn Michaels spells his name S-H-A-W-N, and S-E-A-N is seen. <laughs> okay, you know what? I didn't understand I, it. I, 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 I'll, be, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I still kind of don't understand it, but I understand that a lot of people have really weird-ass names in the way. Like, I know someone in general, like in general that I've spoken to recently where mm. – the name, and I'll say the name because it's the first name, so it's probably fairly common. His name's Owen. Okay. And no, but it's spelled like E I O N. E I O N. Yeah, it's like uh, um, Irish, I believe. Okay. I've, I've never heard that one. Yeah. 100%. So. Wow. So I realize in this world that things, even though they should be looked at a certain way, aren't really said that aren't said that way due to nationality or part of the world or yep. whatever it is so yep so that was very fun our our name podcast that we yeah it's just starting up it's uh gonna coincide with our disney plus podcast coming out yeah starring michael buffer <laughs> starring michael buffer yeah <laughs> We're paying him, guys. You gotta support us on Patreon because five million are going right to Buffer automatically. So we're already in the red. Oh shit! <laughs> Bill, what can people expect from this watch along coming up on the next episode? Okay, 
So next episode, Jim and I will be watching the 2017 Royal Rumble match. We're breaking away from the interval format for that episode. Yes, we're going to watch the whole match. Mm-hmm. We're going to probably make fun of the commentary. Well, I can't. Oh, that's... Because I can't... Li- I can't... First, oh, okay. that's right. That's right, we can't because of the noise. It's a watch-along, right. yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but it, what's interesting is that I'd never seen the 2017 Royal Rumble. So every... Mm-hmm. So this is funny, it's fun because it's going to be a watch-along... And an instant reaction all in one. Yes. And I can't wait. Because I have oh, seen this before. Of course. I can't wait to tell Jim the road to WrestleMania for the person who wins this match. Oh, no. It, I'm going to say it right now, Jim. You better have a piece. You better have like a, a legal pad of paper and a pen with you. Ugh. As I explained it to you in two weeks. Now I'm scared. (laughs) Oh, man. Plus, I'm going to tell Jim a little something that is not shown on the pay-per-view. Oh, okay. Which is pretty funny. Why, you were there? No, I I actually saw a fan video of this after... Oh, there's an incident. Not an incident, but Hmm. it'll make you scratch your head wondering what the hell is wwe thinking among other, other things. things right right okay i'm looking forward to it like i said this is gonna be i don't and unfortunately rather either fortunately or unfortunately we probably will not do there's there's now not gonna be another one on this show because right. um because i've seen every other royal rumble now at this point except for the first the women's the first women's i've seen the second right. women's royal rumble um, right. So unless we do, we're definitely going to do another watch along at some point. Um, mm-hmm. But the only way it would be the same is if uh, it's that women's one, because other than that, I've seen all the rest of them. So right. it would only be a watch along and not an instant reaction. So, so get excited about that. We'll we'll give everyone a time cue and everyone can watch along with us. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm at That's Podcasting on Twitter and Instagram and That's Podcasting.com. Bill, why don't you send us out of here? All right. If you guys have any emails or, or if you have any emails, if you have any questions or comments about this particular Royal Rumble that we discussed or any ones in the past, send an email, uh, eliminated3088 at gmail.com. That is eliminated3088 at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill, and you can follow me on Instagram at MrBilliam85. Um, and check out my wrestling podcast, that wrestling show that pops up each and every Friday, un- unless we tell you in advance, which we do sometimes. So, but it's usually on Fridays. So next time around, it is the watch along. We're going to watch along with you. The 2017 Royal Rumble match. And until then, the 2008 Royal Rumble has been eliminated.